Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good day, everyone. This is Tony Moskal with your high school sports podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for everyone. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Who do you have in the college football Final Four? Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama? Will Ohio State make it? Will they get to play in the Big Ten Championship game? What about the NBA? The Lakers are favored again, but will anybody challenge them? Will this finally be the Clippers' year? Who had the Giants beating the Seattle Seahawks? Ten and a half point underdogs. Certainly not me being a Giants fan, but I'll take it. They're in first place. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet Online, your sportsbook expert. As many of you know, I'm a big believer in student athletes playing multiple sports. There are so many benefits from it, which is a topic for a whole other podcast. I love seeing kids compete in different areas. Traditionally, we see athletes playing football, then maybe running track or basketball, lacrosse, maybe soccer. Well, the young man my guest, who was my guest this week is a bit different. Yes, he plays football and is one of the top returning juniors in California at Glendora High School. But he is also one of the top-ranked CrossFit athletes in his age group in the country. An interesting combination of sports and he's here to talk about both of them. Braden Bruss from Glendora High School, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me. And it's a pretty interesting combination of, of sports, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think it's the typical, you know, football, basketball, or a football, baseball that you usually hear about when you hear two sport athletes. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, I feel like CrossFit has helped me out in several ways, so I'm glad that it's a sport I got to combine with football. And we're going to get into that later on, but let's let's start with football. How long have you been playing? Are you one of those guys that started when they were seven years old and your parents put that helmet on you and you look more like a bobblehead than you do a football player? Actually, yeah, funny you say that. Uh, second grade was when I started, so about seven, eight years old. And I mean, that's the age when you run around and some kids can barely get their heads off the ground because the helmet, the helmet almost weighs as much as they do. But yeah, I mean, ever ever since uh, I could walk, um, I remember always wanting to run around, uh, you know, be physical, be aggressive with people, you know, just what normal boys like to do. Um, but yeah, I remember around when I was around five or six is uh, I remember watching football on the TV and just really just wanting to play, you know, not even not even wanting to play flag, you know, I just. I wanted to go straight into tackles. So, about, yeah, second grade is when I started. So you you watch a football game on TV, you see what it is, and you figure, you know what, I want to do that. I want to go out and start hitting people, and I'm six years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's great. It must have been fun on the playground with you in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, you know, me me and my friends, uh, they had actually um, kindergarten, so right around when I was five or six, we only were allowed to play basketball. So I had to kind of channel that competitive energy into some basketball playing. You're the only kid that fouled out in elementary school basketball at six years old, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, a lot of guys at a young age, they're studs at the freshman level their first year. Then they move on to the JV level their sophomore year, hope to make an impact their junior year on varsity. But you made one heck of an impact last year as a sophomore, leading your team to the semifinals before losing to eventual champion Aquinas. How tough was the adjustment for you going from that first year of high school football to playing varsity? Um, Yeah, you know, it was a big adjustment. Uh, freshman year, I played free safety on defense. So when they told me that I was going to come down and play some edge, some outside linebacker, I was I was pretty nervous, to be honest. I didn't know didn't know how much playing time I was going to get. Um, I didn't know how that was going to turn out. So, uh, it, you know, at first it was a little nerve wracking. You know, I, I wasn't used to as many defensive schemes as we have now, but the players and the coaches made it very easy to transition. They were super, uh, super informative. They anytime I had a question, they were glad to answer it. So it made it a lot easier um, than maybe it could have been if uh, I didn't have those guys there. Because the difference between going from one level, well, there are a couple of differences to the next is the, the thickness of the playbook. The schemes are a little bit more complex and the amount of information that you've got to absorb is, you know, it, it's kind of like a class. It's like going from algebra one to algebra two to trigonometry to calculus. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot to take in. Um, especially when you're younger, you know, it's your first year on varsity. Um, but like I said, kind of like having a great teacher. I had really, really, really great coaches. And I had a lot of seniors that were really willing to help me, which made the transition pretty easy. How difficult was it being one of the lone real contributors as a as an underclassman? Did that help you get in that inner circle of the upperclassmen a little bit easier, a little bit quicker? Um, Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, I hope that uh, especially kind of during the weight room in the summer days, I I kind of earned their respect, you know, um, you know, starting with them. Uh, I did make a lot of really good friends and it also helps. They're just really good guys. All the seniors, you know, I know sometimes, you know, there's a little bit of maybe some hazing or, you know, the lower classman has to, you know, get, you know, it's just just part of football. But I really didn't experience any of that. The guys really took me in, brought me under their wing. And I'm still really good friends with all of them today. So, yeah, they're just it helped that they're really good guys. And the fact that you were a contributor and you're a stud athlete probably, you know, made it a little bit easier because they said, let's not haze this guy because he's going to help us and he's going to help us win. Oh, well, I mean, hopefully that helps. You know, I, I don't really look at it like that. But yeah, you know, it just yeah, they're just really good guys. And I think uh, we played really well together as a defense. We we're all really close. So, yeah. You were successful by contributing on both sides of the ball. I'm talking about last year, you know, 240 yards rushing, a few catches, but the biggest impact was on defense. You're third on the team with just under 80 tackles, 16 for loss, four and a half sacks, an interception, some fumble recoveries, you know, quite a job well done for a sophomore. Are we safe to say you like playing defense more than offense? Well, that's, that's just the question, isn't it? I mean, to be honest, my whole life, um, I've been a big offensive guy. I played running back for most of my life. And so I, if you would have asked me freshman year, I would have said offense without a question. But uh, my sophomore year, when I kind of made the transition where I was playing mostly defense and a little bit of offense, it really made me think. Um, so to be honest, I, I really couldn't tell you. I just like playing football, man. I just want to be out there on the field helping however I can. So wherever uh, I'm going to help the team out most is really where I want to play. What do you like most about each side of the ball? Start with offense. 
Um, so for offense, I'd say running back and receiver. I kind of like having the ball um, in my hands and being able to kind of kind of feels like I can help my team out more, you know, kind of um, it just kind of feels like I'm in control, you know. Um, and on defense, uh, I'd say my favorite part is really working together as a team. You know, we each have our jobs um, and I really like, you know, you know, maybe I'm filling this gap. So the guy behind me, can, I can, can make a tackle or this guy's filling the gap so I can make a tackle. I really like that. I think defense is an unselfish part of the game, and I think that's what I really like about defense. You're starting to receive a lot of attention for the next level, and I know you're a huge Michigan State fan, but I saw something on social media where you got a bunch of stuff from Notre Dame. How cool for you is it to get noticed like by schools like that, especially a school like Notre Dame that's a top academic school, or Northwestern or Cal Berkeley who have also reached out to you? Yeah, I mean, it's so awesome. I just I feel really blessed, you know, that I was be able, able to put in this position um, to receive that kind of stuff. You know, it's 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 fun being able to grow up watching teams like Notre Dame, watching teams like Cal, watching teams like Northwestern and now actually getting to experience that and talk to some of the people there. And it is just a really cool experience. I'm just super thankful, super blessed. But it's Michigan State for you. It's the green and the white, right? Well, I mean, you know, I, I have I have been a, a Michigan State fan my my whole life. My both my parents went there, so it's you know it's been fun to watch them. Uh, I gotta watch them. I, I gotta watch them at the Rose Bowl. I gotta watch them at the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl at the Holiday Bowl, and I gotta watch them go to the playoffs and stuff. So you know, it's been it's been a fun ride. A lot of people have been saying like, "Oh man, like that's your dream offer. Like why not commit right now?" And it's you know it's any offer I get is gonna be a dream offer. You know it's. I'm super grateful for that. Any school would actually believe in me enough to believe in me enough to offer me. So, the absolutely all any school that offer me is definitely on the table. I'm not in any way leaning any one way. Um, so yeah, I'm just definitely just keeping my options open. You know, I'll still watch MSU. I'll still root for them. You know, but I'm also rooting for Northwestern. I'm also rooting for Colorado. You know, so it's like those are kind. Of, that's kind of how I'm looking at it right now. And that's a great thing to have. And you know, even though a lot of guys, they grow up, you know, being a fan of one team, sometimes they're not fortunate enough to get that offer, but you do have an offer and you, you do hold that in your back pocket in case that's the place where you do want to go. Right. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. You know, just keeping all my options open and you know, whatever happens, there's gonna be a lot of praying and trusting God that he's going to guide me and put me in the path where he wants me to succeed the most. And, and so, yeah, just kind of waiting, seeing, um, yeah, wait, especially wait until after junior year. You said in an article that you've got pictures of yourself with guys like Le'Veon Bell, Connor Cook, uh, Denikos Allen, but how cool would it be for you, you're playing at Michigan State in the future, for this whole thing to come full circle, and now there are young kids taking pictures with you saying, I want to be Braden Bruss. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just, that would obviously just be so amazing. You know, I, I would just, I think I just, I feel so blessed um, to kind of be able to be in that position and maybe even be a role model for some of those younger guys like those guys, those guys were for me. So, I mean, it would just be absolutely amazing, uh, whatever school I end up at, uh, to be able to be a role model or someone some of those kids look up to. That would just be awesome. What is it specifically that you are looking for in a school? I, I know you want to go play football, that's obvious. But as far as academics and your future away from the football field, yeah, so I mean, obviously, I want to go somewhere where they uh, high priority on on academics. Um, obviously, football is not guaranteed, 
So I want to go somewhere where I know I'm going to get a good degree um, in whatever major I choose. I know there's there's a few that I'm interested in. Um, I've been kind of looking at doing more research. I hadn't really paid much attention to majors until this year. I really started kind of uh, looking through those. And and so, yeah, so obviously um, great academics. So, you know, I want to I want to graduate. I'd love to graduate. Um, whatever degree that's in yet, I'm not sure yet. I'm still waiting, but definitely looking for a school that high priority on academics um, for sure. Yeah, and you look at the schools like Notre Dame and Northwestern and Cal and and a lot of those places, and those are the top academic schools in the nation. And uh, you know, when the time comes, you'll you, I'm sure, and you're sure you'll make the right choice. Yeah, definitely. You know, like like I said, a lot of praying. Um, and yeah, wherever. I'm going to end up, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Whatever school I end up at, I'm going to be given hundred percent. So yeah. Now let's talk CrossFit for your 13th birthday. You had an interesting re- request from your parents. Now when most 13 year olds are begging for a phone or a video game console or, you know, some new technological device that people in my generation, we don't understand what that stuff is. But you ask for something completely different. Yeah. So, my, yeah. So my thirteenth birthday, uh, I asked my parents. I, I wanted my only gift. I wanted to go out and uh, visit my cousin in Tennessee. Uh, my cousin Rich Froning. He's won the CrossFit Games four times as an individual, and has now won it um, four times on a team. So I wanted to go out there, visit him. Uh, to be honest, heading out there, I didn't. You know, I knew I was going to work out and stuff, but I wasn't really totally focused on the CrossFit side of it. I was more, you know, I just wanted to go out, enjoy, see the family. I've only seen him a few times, so I wanted to, you know, maybe get to know him a little better and and hang out with them. But that trip, during that trip and after that trip, I left and I go, man, I really would really like to compete at the highest level in this thing. And that's how you got involved. What about it got you interested in it? Was it... uh and I'm not familiar with it, but what specifically about CrossFit piqued your interest? Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's something, it's fun. It makes working out fun, which I know some people have a hard time, you know, finding the motivation um, to work out and it, it, it made working out fun. You know, I'm watching Rich, he just made it look cool. You know, he's doing stuff like bar muscle ups. He's walking on his hands. He's lifting all this heavy weight. And I was just like, man, I really want to do that. So it kind of lit and fire in me and, and that the, the the day I left that trip, I go, yeah, you know, I want I want to compete in the CrossFit Games. You know, I I've seen all these videos of all these people at the CrossFit Games doing all this awesome stuff, and I thought, wow, like that's really that's really something I want to do. It really fired me up, and so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what pushed me to go do that. So then you come home to California, and did it take a lot of research to find a place that does this, or for you to get involved out here? Um, no. So actually my, both of my parents have been doing CrossFit for about, uh, six, seven years. So they, they were at a CrossFit already. Um, my dad worked out with a group of people who, you know, you have the normal, the class workouts where you'll hit maybe a lift and then one workout. But my dad was actually kind of starting to train seriously. And he was working out with a group that would do their own separate stuff. You know, it'd be a little more lifting, uh, some more workouts. And so I kind of just got it started there, you know, kind of directly into the fire. Um, so it really wasn't, there really wasn't any research or anything needed. I just just went to the CrossFit that my parents have been going to for a while. And now what exactly is it for the listeners who may not know about it? What kinds of things do you compete in when you go to 
a competition. Yeah. So when you kind of, when you think of exercise, you think of, you know, maybe just running or just biking or just swimming, or maybe you think of triathlons or you think of lifting weights, you think of gymnastics, you know, people swing all over the place, CrossFit's cross CrossFit's kind of of culmination of all those things. Right. So in the CrossFit games, uh, this year, right. You'd have, you see the athletes go on a long run, right. Then the next event they're doing, uh, like snatch waves, right. So they're getting progressively heavier, um, throughout the competition with snatch, right. Then the next event they're riding a bike and they're climbing a rope, you know? So it's just, it's just a little bit of everything. It's, it's like, kind of culminating um all sort all like different ways of working out and putting it into one uh thing called cross training right cross fitness um so that's CrossFit. it's just it's just basically a little bit of everything that's what that's how i'd explain crossfit the, the training a, a lot of people are familiar with football training but what type of training do you do for this and do the trainings overlap at all where you're doing some of the same things for both yeah so um Football training is a lot more explosive, uh, lifting. Um, you'll still do uh, conditioning, you know, but it's going to be a lot more interval work. It's going to be 10 seconds on, 20 seconds off, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. That's the that's the kind of um, stuff you're going to be doing for football, whereas CrossFit um, is obviously you need to be able to lift weights. So that's very similar to uh, uh, football lifting with the exception of like, you do a lot of overhead pressing, a lot of snatching and stuff. Um, but then the CrossFit training is, it's not a lot of, you know, there, there's some interval work, but I'd say it's mostly, it's like five rounds for time of this or a 10 minute AMRAP, which is as many rounds or reps as possible of this. Or um, you have, a, let's say, a four round workout, but you only have 12 minutes to finish it. So you got to finish it four rounds in the 12 minutes. So it's more... Uh, football is more like an incorporated rest, that kind of training, you know, fast, explosive, uh, very similar to a football play. Whereas CrossFit is more of, you're going to be working continuously for a certain amount of times, whether say that's, uh, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. And then you finish and you're done. And then you're resting for as long as you need to until the next workout or whatever you do lifting wise. I think CrossFit and football, they do a lot of the same stuff. You know, you, you'll squat, you'll clean, uh, you'll deadlift, um, you'll press, that kind of stuff, uh, bench. Um, but then CrossFit, I'd say, focuses more on the Olympic lifts. So you have snatch, clean and jerk, that kind of stuff. CrossFit uses a lot more of that. But it was nice because with CrossFit, I was still doing a lot of lifting. So I was still able to get a lot stronger throughout the offseason season. Um, and even with all the conditioning I was doing, uh, all the CrossFit uh, workouts, the CrossFit Metcons I was doing, I was still able to put about 20, 25 pounds on from freshman year. Wow. I read something where you do three workouts in the morning, then you rest, then three more in the afternoon, then you'll lift. I, where do you get that kind of energy? Because most people are trying to do one workout the entire day. Yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of it, it just kind of comes from uh, you kind of build up a tolerance to it uh, as you train where so say, you know, my my first day working out, obviously, that would be not I couldn't not even close. I couldn't do that. But I mean, after about two, a year and a half, two years of training, uh, you kind of build a tolerance, you get an endurance for it to where you can even if you, you hurt just as bad as that person that's just doing one workout, that first workout, 
your body will recover faster and then you'll be ready to go for the next workout and then the next workout and then you'll rest you'll eat obviously got to eat a lot um and then you'll come back and then it's just the same thing you know your body kind of builds up this tolerance or this endurance uh to where it's just that would just be a normal day of working out you know it's it's not this this huge deal so so yeah i mean it's just it's just like anything you know you 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 run for a month you're going to be running faster after a month than you did the first day that's you know it's just you build up an endurance a tolerance and you get faster you get stronger so yeah take me through your day you you wake you got to wake up early and then what's your day like oh uh, like right now or when i was training for the crossfit games well, like when you're training for the CrossFit Games and, and if you're doing it during football season. Yeah, so so summer – so I'll say the summer going into my sophomore year was when I was training um, for the CrossFit Games but also had football. So what I would usually do is uh, we had practice at um, 2 o'clock every day. So I'd wake up around 7.30. Uh, I'd eat. I'd go to the gym. I'd train. I'd do my CrossFit workouts, my CrossFit Metcons come home for a little, um, usually just try and rest and relax. Uh, some days I would swim. So some, some days consisted of wake up, train, come home for a little. I'd go to my high school. I would do a swimming workout. Um, I would go home for about 30 minutes or so. I'd eat, I'd change, go to practice. We'd lift that practice. Um, and then I'd do the actual practice and then I'd come home and that would be, that would be the full day. Uh, if I didn't have practice that day, um, I'd probably sleep in a little more, uh, train, uh, rest throughout the day, you know, just relax, try not to spend very much energy and then head back in in the afternoon and, um, do another training session. That's a lifetime for some people. You, you do it all in one day and then, and, and, and then you study cause you've got a good GPA. How has competing in these two sports helped you with things like time management and discipline? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's helped so much, you know, I, I'm really grateful for, for competing, um, not only for time management, but also mental toughness, you know, it's, it's hard after you've trained in the morning, you went to school, you lifted, you practiced, you come home, all you want to do is lay around and do nothing. But, you know, it's, you use the same mental toughness you use to get through those two or three Metcons that you did this morning to go and hammer out your homework and then go to bed, you know. You know, and it, especially it, it uh, time management helped a lot because I had to usually I was waking up at 445 to get to the gym by five. So I would have to be in bed, you know, I tried to be in bed by eight, 830 every day. So when you get home for practice at five, you really have no other choice but to eat and knock out your homework. So it definitely has translated over today. I feel like my time management uh, is still it's helped a lot, you know. Um, you know, now I'm, I'm actually working at our gym, I'm coaching, and I'm, I'm training some younger kids. So with that still, it's still, you know, I, I still have to use that time management that I, that I learned, um, from when I was training for the game. So I'm very grateful for the mental toughness and time management I got to acquire during that time. The skill set needed for both sports. How does each one translate to helping you become better for the other one? Yeah. So I'll say football to CrossFit translate. Obviously, strength. Uh, strength is going to be a big, big part of it. Um, the shorter, faster workouts, I feel like I always did better in in CrossFit because football is obviously a shorter, faster playtime. It's uh, high energy, high output, high power. Um, so there's the workouts you just had to crush, just uh, crush. You know, I uh, crush out really fast. I think I, 
I definitely did better in those. Um, I'd say CrossFit to football. Um, CrossFit has really taught me how to move well, um, form-wise, obviously, uh, with the Olympic lifts and stuff. Um, it got me really – it got it helped me move my body well, so I was very comfortable in my body. Um, so things like something like I wasn't able to do a ton besides practice was like speed work. But with CrossFit, I was so used to moving my body around and, uh, and doing all that stuff that stuff like footwork and speed work, I really wasn't lacking because I was used to moving my body around. I was comfortable in my own skin. I, I didn't feel heavy. I felt like I normally did because I was always moving around, which is nice because as I gradually gained weight, I was always constantly used to whatever weight I was in. So it helped me move around well, obviously conditioning. Uh, I was never really get tired on the field, which is a great feeling to have. I, I even still, even today, I'm still, if I don't want to, I'll still do a, a Metcon just so I'd, I I know I'm going out in the field and, and I'm going to feel good. So I'd say ultimately um, conditioning, uh, movement, moving in my own body. I felt really comfortable. I can move really well. Uh, and then football to CrossFit, uh, that high power, high explosive, uh, fast twitch fibers, uh, translates over really well. What is a Metcon? You've mentioned that a couple of times. Yeah. So, so a Metcon is basically just a CrossFit workout. It stands for metabolic conditioning. Um, but like I, like I was saying earlier, it could be a, I'll give you, so Fran, for example, it's twenty-one fifteen-nine of pull-ups and thrusters, right? That would be a CrossFit Metcon or five rounds for time, uh, 15 deadlifts, 15 handstand pushups, right? That's, that's a, that's a Metcon, a CrossFit workout and a Metcon are the same thing. Okay. Now the mental preparation, is it different or kind of the same for the two sports? And, and take me through how you prepare for a CrossFit competition versus a football game. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously the, the mental toughness is it, it play, it's big in both realms. You know, obviously you're going to need that mental toughness uh, at the end of a workout, everything's hurting. All you want to do is stop but you can't stop, you know, you have to keep going. It's like kind of like a football game. You know, you have a, you have a close football game, your team, maybe your team was just up and then the other team just scored and there's two minutes left. That that's hard. It's, 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 it makes you like, Oh man, we were so close, you know, but that mental toughness really helps you stay in the game. You know, it makes it's, it's, it's that not, not letting yourself quit, you know, it's, and so it, it translates over uh, a ton, obviously, you know, the way I attack a CrossFit workout and the way I attack a football game is going to be a little different because a football game is going to take two hours, whereas a CrossFit workout is only going to take about 10 minutes, you know, and I know I'm going to be suffering, you know, for those 10 minutes, it's going to be hard, but after that 10 minutes, it's done. Whereas, you know, football, it's, it's one play and you're done and you rest. And then it's one quick play and you're done and you rest. And so, um, I mean, obviously you need mental toughness for both. It translates over either way. But uh, it, I mean, it is a little different, uh, I'd say, because a football game is just that much longer than your normal CrossFit Metcon is. Have your teammates on the football team asked you about this and maybe some of them gotten involved? Oh, yeah, actually, I, they, uh, I train with um, five guys right now, and they all uh, are from my football team. They actually all, one of them started training with me about midseason. The other guys all came after season. And... Um, even before this, you know, uh, there was guys from my freshman team that were coming to, uh, we have something called strength and conditioning. They were coming to our strength and conditioning class. And so it's been really fun. It's, it's nice. My, my dad's the manager, um, at our, at our CrossFit gym. So it's been, 
you know, fun being able to see those guys come in, you know, bring some business into the gym. So, yeah. Now, the obviously football is a team game, CrossFit's individual. What do you like about each one uh, from that aspect? And is there a difference in competing or do you just have the mindset where you're just going to go out and do what you need to do to win or to just compete at the highest level? Yeah, so I feel like um, I definitely would say I prefer team sports over individual sports. I think train, you know, competing at the games kind of showed me that. Uh, I really like having a team uh, to count on me that I can count on. Um, the individual sport, you know, it's, it's you're competing for yourself. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I know some people uh, like to do that, do like to just, you know, compete for themselves. They they like that. They, you know, pushes them. But uh, me personally, I really like having a team. You know, I like I like being able to train harder for my team so that my team does better. Um, and can you repeat the second part of that question? Um, what you do, you just go out and you do what you need to do no matter what. Uh, is, is that your mindset? Yeah, exactly. So CrossFit's more like, it's a, yeah, like you said, it's just very individual. Uh, football, you know, you're just going to go as much as you, you know, it's your brothers. You don't want to let them down, you know, so you're going to sacrifice as much as you can. You're going to go, you're going to do your job. You're going to do responsibility. And it's nice knowing, you know, even, even at the end um, of a game, right. You're like, okay, I gave it absolutely everything I had. Um, and win or loss, you know, we all, we all, I, as long as we all gave it everything we had, you can be satisfied with that. Whereas CrossFit, uh, if you don't do well in a workout, you're constantly thinking, Man, do you know? Did I did I give enough there? Did I give enough there? You know, oh, did I not do enough here? Um, and so I think that's just kind of the different mindset. Obviously, football—you never want to lose, period, ever. You know, but there is a little more. Um, I say peace. You know, obviously for me, I don't feel a lot of peace if I lose ever. But I'd say generally, there's a little more peace uh, knowing that you and your team went all out, gave it everything you had on the field, um, and maybe losing a tough, close loss than than there is after a CrossFit workout where maybe it was a close loss. Um, you just, you, I think you, you're a lot harsher uh, on yourself than you would be on your team. So I'd say there's, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a big difference um, competing wise. Do your teammates at on the football team and your coaches, because you have so much mental toughness and, and you are so well-rounded, do they look to you more so when you kind of need that mental push when things are, going a little bit tough or things are not going your way in a game and it's a close game. Are guys looking to you? Uh, you know, I, I'd like to, I'd like to think that they are, you know, I, this, this year I think was a big year for me because I really wanted to step up and be a leader on the team. So I'd say maybe even more this year than last year, uh, just cause I was a little younger last year. Uh, I would say that, you know, it's kind of, I feel like it's my job um, on the team to really be able to keep pushing guys. You know, it's, it's hard, you know, it's, like I said, like it gets to the end of the game, you're tired, you're beat up, you know, you're down by five points. You know, some people would just be like, okay, you know, whatever, like we'll, t we'll take it. But, you know, I feel like my job is kind of really to push our guys past that and, and uh, kind of be an example, obviously have to be an example of that on the field. So, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I'd, I'd hope that, that I can be someone the guys look to uh, if they ever need that push. And what is the most difficult thing about each of the sports for you? Um, I'd say the most difficult thing um, CrossFit-wise uh, was 
the, like, like I said earlier, you know, football, you always want to perform your best because you don't want to let your team down, right? You, you have people that depend on you. Whereas CrossFit, if I don't do well, the only person I'm, I'm letting down is myself. So I'd say CrossFit, it's a lot easier to just kind of coast through and just be like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, like, you know, it's, it's just, I'm going to be the only person affected by this, you know, whereas football, it was, no, if I mess up here, my whole team's going to suffer, basically, that sort of thing. So that's what it would be for CrossFit. Um, for football, I'd say um, the hardest thing would probably be, um, probably, you know, yeah, like I was saying earlier, that, you know, those last few minutes of the game, you know, you're going back and forth, you score, then they score, then you score. Uh, you're kind of feeling all these, it's like a roller coaster of emotions, you know, and it's, and it's, it's, it's easy to keep pushing and keep holding on when you're up, you know, but then when you go down, it's like, oh man, you know, it's, I think that's when you, your mental toughness really gets tested and that's when you really have to rally. So I'd say that would probably be the, the hardest part um, for me, you know, cause uh, trusting my, t- I, I absolutely trust my teammates, you know, I know they're going to do what they have to do. So I'd say the hardest part is mentally just being able to rally um, after maybe there's a minute and a half left, the other team scores and you, now you're down. Uh, I'd say that would be the hardest thing in football for me. Well, Brayden, you have given me a an, an education, a 30-minute education on CrossFit. And I, I may, you know, challenge myself and look it up and see if an old guy like me can get through one of those 10-minute workouts. Um, but the last thing I want to do today is I want to ask you five off-the-wall questions. And this week, my theme is Christmas. Okay, sweet. I love it. I love Christmas. Your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. All right. Cousin Eddie, love him. Love him, yeah. Your favorite toy you ever got? Ooh, um, a tackling football dummy. (laughs) I got that when I was eight years old. Hey, put it in the hallway and just make runs at it, right? Exactly, yeah. Your favorite Christmas song? Um, Ooh, I love Christmas music, so this is... This is hard for me. Um, I'm a I, I'm a big country fan, so I'd say it has to be Scotty McCreary's "Christmas Coming Round Again." That would be my favorite Christmas song. All right, your favorite Christmas food, either main dish, side dish, dessert. Ooh, um, hmm. Ooh, this is tough, man. Man, uh, okay, hash brown casserole. That's my favorite. All right. Who makes that? Your mom? My mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And your favorite family tradition? Um, I'd say my my grandparents come out from Arizona every year to spend Christmas with us. And Christmas morning, uh, we all take turns going youngest to oldest. And we all open a present, one present at a time. So I really like that. You know, it forces you to slow down. You really get to enjoy each gift. Um, and, and it makes it seem like you have way more gifts because you're opening gifts for way longer. And if you got a big family, you may not get done till like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Braden, this has been a pleasure. I, you know, Robbie Greep um, made me aware of your story last year during the the football season, and and I think it's a great story. I, I love the combination of sports and 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 what you're doing, and you know, it's 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 great. And I'm I'm hoping we can get some games in, and I can get out to see you guys and 
And if not this year, then then hopefully next year. But your your future is bright, both on the on the gridiron and and in the gym. And I want to thank you for taking the time to join me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I had a really good time. And uh, like you said, I'd, I'd love to be able to meet you in person one day, hopefully at a game. And if not this year, then uh, next year. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, you go to college, you know, let me know. I'll, you know, I'm retiring soon, so I'll fly out and watch you play. That would be fun. That would be awesome. Sounds good. All right, Braden. Thank you so much for taking the time today. And thank to everybody for listening uh, to the podcast. Want to remind everybody, keep your social distance, keep your masks on. Let's keep doing what we are supposed to be doing. Just follow the rules, ladies and gentlemen. It's easy to do. Let's get these kids back in school. Let's get them back out on the field, the court, the ice, the track, the golf course, wherever it is. Uh, Until the next time, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.